What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's going on, Mighty Warriors? Hope everybody's had a great week. Um, Today's going to be something a little bit different. I'm just trying to go with like kind of a freestyle type podcast today. Got a few different thoughts on my mind, and this one isn't really going to be super targeted on any one issue. More addressing a few questions I've got, and then also just talking about a few things that are going on in my life. So without going any further on that, I'll start off by saying somebody asked me to explain more about what the Alpha Code is and like how that worked for me. The Alpha Code Academy is an online kind of masculinity coaching program. Um, it's developed for men. And essentially what it did for me was teach me to control my emotions. That's a bad way of saying it, not control, rather accept my emotions, accept that they're real and that they are part of me. And once I started doing that, it allowed me to bypass the stage of getting really caught up in my head and thinking about something. Like for instance, I start feeling sad about I don't know, a breakup and then go into my head and start thinking like, oh, I could have done this to make it better. Now I feel guilty or I should have done this, but I didn't. And now I feel, you know, like inadequate, which was always one of my problems growing up or, you know, just a million different things. Or it can be like, oh, it's her fault. She did this. And I start getting angry and enraged. And now I'm just pacing around the house and have a bad attitude towards my kids and blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, the Alpha Code Academy, the process there, it helped to really get me to accept those emotions and manage them and and be able to move to a point of being able to process through what the underlying issues are. In addition, there were some portions of it that were geared towards helping to get rid of shame, helping to identify what kind of avoidance strategies I had, meaning you know, rather than dealing with emotions, what did I do? For me, I've talked about it before, it was run to women, run to alcohol, sometimes just veg out watching TV. Um, a lot of different coping strategies, you might call them. And, you know, that's just a little bit of an intro of what it helped me to do. It's a 12-week process. Um, it's online. There's some coursework associated with it and you know, some requirements for a weekly uh, meeting via Zoom call with the coach, with well, with all the coaches, as well as the founder, Justin Dulahanty, and a private group that we interact with other members of the program with. And through all that, it really helped me learn a lot about myself, learn a lot about vulnerability, about emotional management and acceptance, and brought me to a place where I accept who I am and I'm happy with who I am. So in a nutshell, that's it. And moving forward here in the next couple of weeks, um, next week, actually, I'm supposed to have a conversation with Justin and set up an interview time. So we'll probably have a longer podcast that, that week. Um, typically, as you guys may have noticed by now, I'm at about the 15 to 17 minute mark. Um, for that one, we may be looking at something closer, 30, 45 minutes, who knows? I've still got to figure out some of the technical stuff on my side, but that's the plan. Jumping right into the next topic. So, you know, I, I constantly ask you guys for feedback, questions, comments, whatever you might want to hear. And so I wanted to jump into 
one thing that somebody had asked about in response to one of the podcasts is um, hitting rock bottom, practical advice to move forward. So as much as it sucks, pain is one heck of a motivator. And sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we really have the motivation to bring ourselves out of it. Some of the biggest things, in my opinion, or in my own story, that it were required of me to be able to make progress is admitting that there are definitely issues that I need to work on. I think for a lot of years, I kind of hinted around it to myself that there was an issue here, or maybe I'd like have a casual acknowledgement of something that I was doing, like not really living up to my full potential, but I would just brush it off and go get drunk or brush it off and start texting a female, something like that, you know, and it really required me to get alone with myself and evaluate, am I really happy with where I'm at? Am I happy with what's going on? And so I definitely hit a point of rock bottom and even more so like, um, I'll give a specific story about this. So there was a time in my past when I was dealing with a lot of stress, a lot of hurt, and it had to do with my kids. And one of my biggest fears growing up was initially I said I would never have kids because if I don't have kids, they won't have to grow up the way I did. I won't run the risk of being a father that leaves my kids because my dad left when I was two. And it was really just a lot of stuff wrapped around fear, a lot of stuff wrapped around not wanting to be what my father was. Well, I got older, started kind of changing up, got married, and I did end up having kids, obviously. And when I got divorced, there were a lot of difficulties around that, mainly not being able to see my kids every day. And I want to emphasize it was not because my ex-wife wouldn't let me see them. It just schedule-wise, it didn't work out. I wasn't in the same house as them. And even if my work schedule was off, I'd still be able to go home and my kids would be in the bed. They're in the same house. And so, you know, even in marriage, whether they were awake and interactive or not, I was still around my kids. So now fast forward, I'm divorced. I'm away from my kids, sometimes not seeing them for a week at a time or more because of work schedule, because of the things that I was doing to avoid facing my emotions. So I'd take trips and try to like kind of pamper myself. And long story short, that quickly led to depression because I wasn't dealing with my emotions And it got more and more severe to the point where the pain hurt so bad that I spent some evenings sitting on my bed with a bottle of Jameson in one hand and a gun in the other. And I really contemplated taking my own life. I give all credit to God that I did not do that because one night I just had the clearest thought in the world. And that thought for me was all of my depression, all of my struggles right now stem from the fact that I don't get to see my girls as much as I want to. If I pull this trigger, I will never see my girls again. How the heck is that fixing the problem? And it wasn't. <laughs> that, would, that, that wouldn't fix the problem at all, and it would have been the absolute wrong move to make. So it was in that moment that I realized, like, okay, I got this close to doing something that I am now 100% aware of is not the right solution. My emotions were still where they were. My emotions were still in the tank. I still felt all the same pain, all the same hurt, 
And I wasn't able to figure it out within myself. So all I could do was admit that it was there. But at this point, not only to myself, I went to a really close friend that I knew had a a background in um, some psychology and family development, child development, that kind of stuff. Um, And I was just really forward with him about what I was going through and where I was at. And, you know, that, um, that kind of ties back into my last episode about vulnerability. Like we, we need somebody and this is a little bit of a tangent, but none of us are right all the time. There may be aspects of what we're thinking or feeling. Well, I don't want to say feeling feelings are valid, but there may be aspects of what we're thinking that are true. But in general, if we're in a bad place, a lot of those thoughts are probably negative. And it's good to have somebody you trust that you can share that stuff with. So they can point out what's valid and also help you to realize the flawed portions of your thinking. And that's kind of what my buddy did for me. He didn't tell me what I had to do. He didn't tell me all the stuff that you hear in the suicide awareness courses like, oh, that's selfish. You shouldn't do it because it's selfish thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Like I wasn't in a place to receive that kind of stuff. Like, of course it's selfish, but you know, there's things that aren't always going to work for certain people at certain times. And that wouldn't have done anything to help me simply because of the fact that my own attitude and opinion towards that type of stuff, like I've received training on it over and over and over. And it's just, you know, it's the cliche, like, don't do that. It's selfish. You know, like it it just doesn't mean anything to me. But what he did do was sit with me, listen to me, validate my feelings and help me to realize that maybe that wasn't the best option and that there were resources out there or different avenues of approach to the problem that I was dealing with. And from that, I was able to move forward Obviously, you hear my voice, so I (laughs) didn't take that plunge. And, you know, granted, I have been upset and gone through some things since that time. That particular action, suicide, taking myself out, has never really been such a focus anymore. Um, And so, again, like, that's just reemphasizing, revisiting the vulnerability piece. Getting back to square one, we were talking about recovering from rock bottom, because I'd say that was pretty good rock bottom. So... I'd say the first step, again, being accountable and honest to yourself, but then being vulnerable with somebody that you can trust and really taking the steps that you need to, no matter what attitudes you may have around, you know, getting help or being open. Maybe your issue isn't that you need to get help with something like suicide, but just being open with people, sharing something. You have to be able to let go of the judgment that you're feeling around that. Um, I think it really, I've talked about this before, but it has to do with the unknown is a scary place because it's unknown. If you're in a really bad situation and it sucks and you hate it and you find yourself continuing to go back there, I believe truly that a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of times we know what we need to do But we don't do it because we don't know what's on the other side. We don't take that step because what if it's worse over there? What if it gets like so bad that I just can't take it? What if blah, 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 worst case scenario times 10 and I just crumble and I'm all alone and uh, 
feel like crap about myself or I start feeling so whatever, a million different things. There's so many what ifs. Well, how about this? What if on the other side, the sun is shining, the rainbows bright in the sky, whatever floats your boat. There's free drinks at the bar, open bar. I don't know. I mean, whatever your paradise is though, you know, you meet the perfect lover or you meet the, the, make the perfect new friend. You get that new car, that new job, whatever. What if that's what's on the other side? What if you step out in boldness and face the fear of the unknown and you stumble upon to the greatest thing that you've ever experienced in your life? Because I'll tell you right now, I do believe in God and I spend a lot of time praying and I do believe that the Alpha Code Academy coming into my life, it wasn't just by happenstance. Like I didn't just get lucky one day. I believe that God 100% orchestrated that. They used it as a tool for me to grow and develop. And prior to going through that process, in a million years, if somebody would have said, hey, Jonesy, you should make a podcast, I would have laughed. I would have laughed so hard. Like, what do I have to offer? Who wants to listen to me? Like, that's the dumbest idea I ever heard. Are you high? Are you on drugs? Like, I, you know, it was just, it was crazy at that point. And this is a, a year ago, probably less than a year ago, that, that that was my thought process. Stepping into the unknown resulted in the greatest self-discovery and embarking on the greatest journey of my life. I mean, I am in such a great place, even going through negative things, I still am able to find joy and maintain a relative level of, of joy and happiness and peace within myself. And that was never my experience in the past. So face the unknown. So where are we at? We're at acknowledge that there's an issue, be vulnerable with yourself, be open with somebody that can at least like confirm or deny thoughts, you know, somebody that you can just bounce things off. Um, and then be bold and face the fear of the unknown. Uh, let's see, rock bottom, rock bottom. You know, I'm going to back up all the way to the beginning. <laughs> Step one is get up, get up. I like to talk about wins and losses in terms of wins and lessons because I don't lose unless I choose to stay down and it doesn't matter what it is. If I choose to stay down, then yeah, like I lost and I might as well just die right there, you know, and I'm not saying that if you fail at something that like you should die, like that's not it. I'm saying at that point, I'm choosing to internally die, to give up on myself. Don't ever give up on yourself. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You were created for a purpose that only you can fill. That, and that's, that's as far as I'll go on that because I don't want to go too far off into left field. But understand that you are a very unique and amazing individual as you are right now. Do you have things that you need to work on? Absolutely. We all do. And if you think that you don't, then you really got a lot of work to do. But um, yeah, you know, just, just get up is step one. Um, once you start doing those things, it's, it's really vision casting to, for lack of a better phrase, kind of stealing this from Justin, but a lot of times, uh, if we're in a negative mindset, like, you know, you hit rock bottom, whatever got you there, let's say you got fired from your job and your house is getting foreclosed on. And all you can do is stress about that. It's really difficult to have a positive image of where you want to go. I know in my in my life growing up, it was more an image of like, I don't want this. I don't want this. And I ran from those things that I didn't want. And for a time 
that was a necessary part of survival for me. And it, it helped me get out of the situation. So I'm not saying that's a completely waste, uh, useless way to think. Initially, it might be what you need to do to get out of the hole, but you need to allow yourself to experience and release what you're feeling and get to some neutral or positive mindset. And in that mindset, create a vision of where you want to go. Because when you're in that positive mindset, you're able to see a positive future. You're not thinking like, oh, I lost my job. I'll go apply at this place. Well, they only pay this much. Or I can get hired with my cousin, but that job sucks. You know, like we, we get all these negative thoughts. We defeat ourselves before we even get going because we're locked in that negative mindset. Well, once you get to that positive mindset, you can switch those thoughts. I'll go work with my cousin. Like I know that, that he's got a job for me. I can get in there, like at least get something going and... I'll just be opening up up front on the front end and let them know like, Hey, I'm just doing this for a time while I get my feet back under me. And then I'm moving on to bigger and better things. Um, so yeah, like get into a positive mindset so you can actually have a a positive view of where you're going from there. Uh, let's see. I didn't expect this rock bottom thing to go as far, but I'm just kind of, like I said, freestyling and on a tangent today. I hope you guys are getting something out of this. Um, Please, please, please give me feedback specifically on this episode via my Instagram. Um, And again, that's at underscore the original Jonesy, because I do want to know if this is something that appeals to you guys and if it's something that I should do more of. Um, But yeah, getting back to it. So I think those are those are the primary steps for kind of getting out of rock bottom. And, you know, once you get some momentum going, a little bit of momentum going, it's a lot easier to continue that. The hardest part is to get moving. So we got to get up. We got to admit that there's something that, that there's something there. We got to be honest with ourselves. We might be in a position where we need to be open and accountable with somebody else. And, you know, we have to get ourselves, allow ourselves to vision cast from a positive place. Yeah. So I think that's, that's good for getting out of rock bottom like that that's at that point you're getting out of the hole you're climbing you just keep on moving and you go wherever you want to go the only limiting factor is you at that point and you don't have to limit yourself believe in yourself and know that you are capable of the things that you want to do and especially i uh i recently heard it said and this was kind of along the lines of working out type thing and like trying to get back into working out, you know, let's say at one point I ran a mile and a half in 853 or 854. Now these days I'm not that far off of that, but it's difficult for me to get faster than where I am right now. However, if I fall back on my past experience, I know that I've done it before. And even if I can't hit that mark, I know that I can run hard and I can run fast and I can do well. Yeah, I'm a little bit older now so that I have to take that into account, be realistic with myself, but I know I can push faster than what I'm doing right now. And going back to the same thing, like you lost your great job and had an amazing house, you've accomplished those things. So know that you can accomplish those things again. There is nothing stopping you. Um, you Again, you're your own biggest barrier. You're your own worst enemy. And we have to stop being our worst enemy and be our best advocate, our number one cheerleader. We need to be cheering ourselves on constantly and being motivated and ready to roll, ready to rock and ready to win. 
So yeah, um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm getting to about that 20 minute mark. And again, I, I thought I would cover a little bit more, uh, a few different topics in this, but I feel like this is good. I hope you guys like it. I'm definitely going to post it. So <laughs> let me know what you think. Love you guys and have a great week. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.